A different perspective, a new insight into life, a nugget of positivity and a hidden truth, and maybe an amusement for you. Welcome to From My Standpoint, a twice a month podcast with your host, Josh C. Jones. Hey, welcome to From My Standpoint. I'm your host, Josh C. Jones, and let's get into this episode here, The Art of Subtle Deception. So, Deception is known as the act of causing someone to accept as true or valid what is false or invalid. Deception is to trick. It is to, it is uh, manipulating someone to believe a lie as truth or a truth as a lie. Now, we must be careful or the enemy will deceive us and lead us away from truth and life and unto death. Galatians 5 talks about manipulation being a form of witchcraft. Now, would God use witchcraft? Would God manipulate people to do his wishes? <laughs> no. No, he wouldn't. God gives us a choice. I mean, he gave us free will. Because to manipulate someone, to deceive someone to do what you want them to do is not love. Uh, God loves us, and so he gave us free will. We have a choice to love him back or not. Now, Satan, however, he uses manipulation on, on us all the time. I mean, in fact, today's episode is about a false teaching being presented on social media to encourage people to turn away from God's word and to embrace, to encourage, to cheer on, and to condone sin, and to turn a blind eye and keep our mouths shut, you know, to not speak the truth and to not truly love people. Because if you love someone, you will tell them the truth. Now, remember, even Satan knows the scripture, <laughs> and he, he, um, he can even uh, quote it uh, for nefarious and deceitful purposes, and he can quote it uh, uh, better than most of us can quote it, if you want to be truthful about it or even remember it for uh, godly and just purposes. You know, when we try to speak the truth and love to people, Satan knows it better than we do. That's just a, that's just a truth right there. Now, anyway, this episode will hopefully um, help you see through the sly deception of the enemy and be able to notice it better in other areas as well. The enemy is good. He is good at deceiving people and manipulating people and all of us, really. The enemy is a master of the art of subtle deception. Now, a false teaching is being presented online in the hopes to manipulate and lead people away from God and to support what God calls sin. Uh, the teachings, which I have found in image form, it reads, when you die, God isn't going to ask you about someone else. He won't ask you about the two men down the street who got married. He won't ask you about the girl who had an abortion. He won't ask you about the atheist that lives on the corner. He won't ask you about the woman who feels more comfortable as a man. He will ask you how you love those people as he called you to do. And some of you didn't. Now, it is true that he will judge each individual separately. And it is true that some of you, some of us, sometimes fail in loving as he called us to love. Now, if you are one who has posted this or agreed with this, then you definitely need to stay tuned to what I'm about to say because you are not fully in line with the Bible or God. 
Um, just as Satan twists God's word and the truth to deceive and destroy, so do some people. It especially comes from people who claim to not believe in God or the Bible. Now, interesting, right? Yeah. Now, the world's definition of love is to accept all beliefs, all lifestyles, all choices, all truths, all sin to affirm said sin. In other words, the world's definition of love is to deny and defy God and to play God yourself. God is love. Love is not God. Love corrects. Love speaks the truth, the truth of God's word. Love does not affirm what God calls sin. Love does not willfully and knowingly close its eyes to destruction and to sin without first explaining that is preaching and telling the truth of that sin. We will be held accountable for our own lives, but to stay silent is not to love. 2 Timothy 3.16 says, All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. We don't want to berate people or condemn people to hell for living in sin, for God is the ultimate judge. But we are commissioned to tell people of God and his word. Sometimes his word does say, based on their decisions and sinful lifestyles and choices, that they could very well be going to hell. And we could and should inform them of that, because some of you are going to hell. But we should not condemn someone to hell ourselves. Everyone must make their own choices, and some will reject God and his word and love what is evil. Romans 12.9 says, Let love be genuine, abhor what is evil, hold fast to what is good. Tell them once, tell them twice, after you've told them the truth of God's word, you let them decide for themselves to follow God or not. Jesus said, If you love me, keep my commands. The greatest command is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. Like I said, the world sees love as affirming of all lifestyles, all opinions, aka my truth and your truth, and acceptance, sometimes even participation in all beliefs and sin. If someone says this is godly love, then no, they are trying to deceive you and they are false teachers. Galatians 6.1 says, Brothers and sisters, if someone is caught in a sin, you who live by the Spirit should restore that person gently. Be tough, be firm, speak the truth, but try to be gentle. Let them decide where to go from there. Now, 1 Timothy 4, 6-7 says, If you point these things out to the brothers and sisters, you will be good minister of Jesus Christ, nourished on the truths of the faith and of the good teaching that you have followed. Galatians 6, 1 finishes by saying, But watch yourselves, or you also may be tempted. We will be tempted. False teachers will try to manipulate you to reject the truth and embrace sin. 1 Timothy says, have nothing to do with godless myths and old wives' tales. And another version says, stay clear of silly stories that get dressed up as religion. Ephesians says, therefore, having put away falsehood, let each one of you speak the truth with his neighbor. Let each one of you speak the truth with his neighbor. God won't ask you about the cho their choices, but he will ask you if you followed his command and were his witness to the ends of the earth. 1 John 1, 6 states, if we say we have fellowship with him while we walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. If we willfully and knowingly reject the witness of God and his word and choose to embrace sin and love what is evil, how can we say we uh, and claim to walk with God and speak what is good? Now the Amplified Version says in Revelations 3.16, So because you are lukewarm, spiritually useless, and neither hot nor cold, I will vomit you out of my mouth, rejecting you with disgust. Wow. Did you witness Leviticus 18.22, do not practice homosexuality, having sex with another man as with a woman, it is a detestable sin? 
Did you witness Psalms 139.13, you knit me together in my mother's womb, Ezekiel 16.21, Ezekiel 23.37, Luke 1.41, Jeremiah 1.5, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Did you witness Psalms 14.1, the fool says in his heart, there is no God, they are corrupt, they are a abominable deed, they do abominable deeds, Ephesians 4.18 through 19. Uh, there's many other scriptures in there. The fool says there is no God. Joshua 24, 15. And if it is evil in your eyes to serve the Lord, choose this day whom you will serve. Choose this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord, the one true God. Hmm. Did you witness Ephesians 2, 10? For we are his workmanship. Genesis 1.27 So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Genesis 4.7 Sin is crouching at the door. Its desire is for you, but you must rule over it. 1 Corinthians 14.33 For God is not a God of confusion, but a God of peace. Psalm 139.14 You are fearfully and wonderfully made by God. If you saw your child living a life that would cause them harm, that would lead to death, would you keep quiet? Would you give them affirmations to support their choices? Would you join them? Or would you, knowing that they still must make their own choices, tell them the truth so they could know and have the opportunity to make the best informed decision and hopefully choose what is right and choose God? Proverbs 13.24 says, Whoever spares the rod hates their children, but the one who loves their children is careful to discipline them. Now, 1 Corinthians 6.9-11 says, Or do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived, neither the sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor men who practice homosexuality, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you, but you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of, your, of our God when you accept Jesus into your heart and repent from those ways. Now, I think most of us would not want our children, our family, our friends to walk blindly into destruction and death. We would, because we love them, tell them the truth. Tell them what God says, that their identity is in Jesus Christ and not in the acceptance of the world or their fluctuating and confusing emotions. That God truly does love them, but they must also choose to love God. God truly does love you, but he will not force you to love him back. You must choose to love God. You must choose yourself. Remember, Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commands. And now, what you've all been waiting for, it's the wisdom of Dad Joke. The enemy knows how to make what is wrong look so, so good. He can whisper confirmation to our selfish desires and make us feel like we are doing a just, loving, and godly thing, while we are really doing a disservice to others, dealing injustice and leading those we claim to love to the wages of death. And he deceives us to do this. And he deceives us to do this with a smile on our face and a false positive outlook. Now, speaking of outlook, what do you call a lying robot with a positive outlook? Optimus Prime, the Deception Con. 
This has been From My Standpoint, a podcast to find a nugget of positivity and a hidden truth, encouraging and enlightening insight, entertaining a new perspective, and providing an amusement for you. We hope you were entertained, encouraged, enlightened, and enjoyed the show.